Hello to everybody who doesn't like their own nickname. It's beautiful anonymous. One hour, one phone call. No names, no holes barred. I'd rather go one-on-one I think it'll be more fun And I'll get to know you And you'll get to know me Hi everybody, Chris Gethard here. Welcome to another episode of Beautiful Anonymous. Thank everybody for their feedback on our episode last week, uh, Attacked by Birds. The live call from Sacramento. There's a lot of feedback. A lot of people really uh, enjoyed the call, enjoyed the caller. I mean, there were people in the Facebook group quoting Maya Angelou poems. There were people talking about uh, restaurants in Seattle. We had people debating whether or not I was a redhead, which my wife often says I'm not a redhead. Other people say I am. Now that I'm growing a beard, the beard is coming in red. Hallie is more convinced than ever that I'm a redhead due to the red beard that I got. So keep your eyes peeled for that, everybody. If you come out to any of the live shows, you can see the red beard in person. Speaking of which, I plug them a lot. Bear with me. It's how I pay my mortgage. It's how I pay the rent. And it's more importantly than that, it's how I get to meet people. We get to go back out on the road now. I get to meet people. Look you in the eye. Say thank you for supporting me, for supporting the show. Coming up very soon. We got three dates in Florida. We got Tallahassee, Tampa, and Orlando, May 5th, 6th, and 7th. And those are live stand-up dates. Now, May 13th, Durham, North Carolina, that's our first live Beautiful Anonymous taping back. May 14th, Asheville, North Carolina, at the Gray Eagle. Those are early shows, BA tapings, late show stand-up. Rounding out May, Ann Arbor, Michigan, and Grand Rapids, Michigan, on the 20th and 21st. And I'll just leave it to that. Leave it to May. But I got a lot of cities coming up. And we're about to announce some new ones. We're about to announce Pittsburgh is going to be. We're going to throw Pittsburgh in on May 19th before Michigan. All those at chrisgeth.com. And man, would I love it if you bought a ticket. Not just because, you know, you hustle tickets and that's part of your job. But like I said, the amount of times that I've had to cancel these tours. And then I get to go back out there and I'm reminded that 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 we get to come together, commune as as people. We get to act as communities, laugh together, drink together, eat food, break bread together. It's a beautiful thing. So thanks for letting me plug the live shows and check chrisgeth.com because I might be coming to a city near you. I got a lot of cities up on the website and a bunch more that are going to be announced quite soon. Now, this week's episode, this was one we we recorded it. I said, as soon as we were done, I said, bump that one up. Let's get that one out ASAP. You're going to hear... Very quickly, uh, I mean, from the title, you know that I talk with twins in this one, but I'm not going to tell you their nicknames. I'm not going to tell you their mind-blowing occupations. I'm not going to tell you how they s- try to start beef with other twins. I'm going to let this one unfold and blow your mind and fill you with joy the same way it filled me with a ton of joy as this call happened. This is one that was just so fun for me. Interesting, sure, but most of all, fun. Enjoy it, everybody. Thank you for calling Beautiful Anonymous. A beeping noise will indicate when you are on the show with the host. Hello? Hello? Oh, hey. How's it going? Good. Can you hear me all right? I hear you great. Um, so what's up? What's up? How's it going? You want me to be honest? Yeah, you sound a little, I don't know, tired? Break it down to me. How do I sound? Let's explore this. You tell me how I sound. Let's start there. Rush. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Um, here's what's going on with me is 
I got a job in California acting. That's great. I like working. Okay. I like jobs that yeah. count towards my health insurance. I get out here. They tell me you have to get out there in 48 hours. You're staying for a month. I go, okay, I'll just leave my wife and my kid behind. Happy to have the work. I filmed for one day. They tell me, okay, now you have two weeks off. I said, I love working. I don't need to just be sitting around in California though. So I, I flew my wife and my son out here and they hung out for some of those days off and it was really lovely. And then this morning I dropped them off at the airport so they could head back home to Jersey and I'm bummed mm -hmm. because I miss them because I like my wife and oh. I like my son. So I'm a little bummed. Yeah. I mean, it's in a way a good thing that you're bummed about it because that means that you love them very much. I do. I do. And I, it's if you don't mind me asking, where where in um, California? Los Angeles, which is where the entertainment industry happens. Um, so I'm 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 st staying in a place in Glendale, which is right next to Los Angeles. Okay. I was just in Los Angeles earlier this year for a work trip for about a month, so it was pretty cool. I was near um, Hermosa. Listen, it's a great city. I like it. They have all. They got this supermarket called Galco's that's nothing but soda. It's I love that. But it's not me. And mm. my entire relationship with the entertainment industry is not one I want to complain about. Who wants to hear someone who's been relatively successful complain? But this is an industry of people who hit each other in the face at award shows and then win Grammys after they've been disgraced. And I mm -hmm. just go, what is this? What is this? What are we all doing here? What am I doing here? I want to hang out with my kid. But anyway, that's enough about me. How are you doing? I'm really good. So I told my boss that I was taking this call. And I was like, yeah, I'll probably just go to like a parking lot, like around the corner. Then I got in my car and I thought about my cat and I just kept driving. So now I'm back in my apartment in sweatpants. So nice. <laughs> I'm doing all right. <laughs> I'm glad to help but get you a little have, time away okay, from the office. I have, I have a proposition. Hopefully, maybe it'll make you feel better. Okay. So I am an identical twin. And my idea for this episode is that we could do a joint call with my identical twin. And the twin's in on it. Okay. The let's twin's the, in on it. Let's patch it in. We've never done that before. I like that. Okay. So before we start, before we start, I think we like plan this out. To like keep it clear for the audience, we figured we could go by our um, unidentifying childhood nicknames. Does that sound all right? It sounds whatever you want. All right. So my twin, her childhood nickname is Bean, and I'm Cheese. Bean. Hello. Hello, Cheese. Oh. It's Bean. Hello. <laughs> you both are really? How are you? You're there. Hello. Hi. I can't keep um, up with you. It's bean and cheese. There's okay, an no, energy no, no. here. It's going to work. So I have a slightly higher pitched voice, I think. Who's that? Who? Bean or cheese? <laughs> cheese has a slightly higher pitched voice and started the phone call. Okay, Bean, why don't you All talk right. and let me gauge if that's true? Okay, so I, well, I'm going to emphasize the lower pitch of my voice. <laughs> Same exact voice. A little voice. bit. <laughs> No, it's not. No, it's not. It's not. It's not. Okay, we got bean and we got cheese. Two identical twins <laughs> with identical voices. Yeah, all right. Okay. 
Well, Chris, hello. Um, this is Bean. I haven't said hi, so hello. Hi, Bean. How are you feeling today? Yeah, I today? started. Oh, that. How you feeling today? I'm feeling good. How are you? I'm good. I was telling Cheese before that my wife and son went back to Jersey. They had been with me in California, so I'm a little bummed. Aww. But this is cheering me up because this is madness already. Yeah. Good. We're, we're good. We're a little kooky. <laughs> we're kooky. We're wild. We're crazy. So identical twins. I imagine you went to school together the whole time? Not college. We, not college. Not college. So we went to school, preschool. Yeah, up in, yeah, up until college. We used to be, they used to keep us in different classes, though. So up until high school, they would always, like, make sure that we weren't together. Gotta ask an obvious question, one you've both dealt with a million times, so let's get it out of the way because it's cliche and boring. Of course. What's the, what's, the twin, what's the most twin thing you've pulled off? Did you ever take each other's tests? Did you ever <laughs> team up in athletic contests where people didn't realize that you'd switched off halfway through? Okay, we never seriously went through with it, but I remember in high school, um, Cheese was way better at physics than I was. I was just not very good at it. Um, so she went in and, like, we never actually seriously meant for her to take my physics test for me, but she went in and, like, we made a joke that she started it and then everybody was laughing. So the physics teacher caught on and he was like, wait a second, you're not, <laughs> you're not my student, you're the other one. But oh, well, let's tell them about that belly button prank. We have a bit that we like to pull. We like to tell our um, some of our friends that identical twins don't have belly buttons. Because it's like, it's not true, but it's kind of believable, right? Yeah. I, like, because how would we have, Chris, how would we have belly buttons? Like, how would that even make sense? Because of the placenta. We share a placenta. So how would we have belly buttons? It's the type like of thing Like two that, umbilical cords? Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, yes, right? <laughs> Maybe. It's the type of thing that I've never thought about. So if an identical twin told me that was the case, why would mm -hmm. I question it? <laughs> right. So we have convinced a handful of people that we do not have belly buttons. Uh -huh. Although to set the record straight, we do have belly buttons. We have we our own have individual belly buttons. Mm -hmm. And that's one thing that um, twins have different. So we do not have the same belly buttons. Yeah. It's like an artistic thing that the doctor does. And that's actually my least favorite thing about Bean, is she has a really gross belly button. Sorry, yeah, my belly button's fine. <laughs> no, it's, no, it's not. She's, she has this like perfect any belly button, but then I guess when, Thank the you, it's beautiful. Off, when, when the doctor was tying off my umbilical cord, he did me second. So he was like, all right, um, I'm over this. I already did one umbilical cord. I don't feel like doing a masterpiece for a second one. So I've got this like- Or she. <laughs> Or, or she, doctor, yeah, or she. I've got this like weird Audi sort of deal for my belly button. I did just Google, do identical twins have belly buttons? Just to make sure, just to make sure you weren't messing with me now. And one of the first, the first thing that comes up is you can often tell identical twins apart by their belly buttons. So you're not alone in this. Yeah. You're not alone in this. Okay. Yeah, I guess not. Best part of being um, a twin, a people... worst part of being a twin. A lot of people what? A lot of people what? Um, a lot of people have their own ways of like telling us apart. Like I know in high school, we used to do our hair differently. Um, but best part of being a twin, my best friends forever and always soulmate, um, literal soulmate. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
worst part growing up it was like we really tried to find our own identity so we would like kind of avoid people finding similarities between us and we would like emphasize things that we had different from each other um so it was just is that bad. why you have that ugly bob in second grade <laughs> yeah is that why you did the ugly bob so people people could tell us apart <laughs> why are you roasting me Oh, shoot, I just said your name. Oh, oh it's okay. Sorry. We'll bleep it. We'll bleep it. Don't worry. All he heard was cheese. Don't worry. We'll bleep yeah, it. Yeah, get your pet out, Chris, because this is probably going to happen yeah, quite if, a few times. Anita, <laughs> if you want to keep track of this, what we should do is not even bleep it. We should go in and just put an audio patch of just bean or cheese over whichever name gets said. Uh, <laughs> sorry, this is going to get a little confusing. Bean, um, are you pacing? But- Am I what? Are you pacing? I am pacing back and forth. I'm getting my steps in for today. Normally, I do pace during phone calls, but I'm actually just lying with my cat right now, trying to... Okay, I'm going to do the same thing. We each have our own cats. Um, Her cat is named Kiwi, and my cat is named Tofu. They have yet to meet, but I think they're going to be friends. And they kind of look similar. They're not twins, but they look similar. We're going to pause there on the idea that they're about their cats not being twins. Okay, because look, this one's a ball of energy. It's a snowball rolling down the hill and gaining momentum and we just have to pause somewhere for it. It's the way of the world. It's the nature of the beast. So we'll stop here and we'll be right back. Thanks to all of our advertisers. Now let's get back to the phone call. And my cat is named Tofu. They have yet to meet, but I think they're going to be friends. And they kind of look similar. They're not twins, but they look similar. So you two don't, <laughs> you don't live in the same city anymore? No, Correct. Um, Bean lives in Chicago, and I live in Washington, D.C. But you're from f- the Philly, Baltimore region. No. No? We are from upstate New York. Upstate New York. Oh, wow. I really guessed wrong on the accent. Cheese's original accent had some Philly in it. Too. Um, we got the Baltimore accent. I just heard you say. I guess so. You said like boss in a way that reminded me of like a South Jersey Philly thing, but I could see it being upstairs. Oh, sure. gotcha. Sure. Well, this although South I will Jersey, say that comes, that comes from our dad because our dad is yeah, Jersey I was just about boy. To say that. And I know, Chris. I know you have people like shitting on Jersey all the time, but we are two people that love Jersey because we have the family relations there. So we can relate on the New Jersey stuff. Everybody knows that. Right before this call started, I was listening to your comedy bit. Everybody from New Jersey is a little bit Italian. And can I just say, we're both big fans, but I think my favorite of all Chris Gethardisms is specifically the line where you say, a goopaline. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So you grew up knowing what a goopaline was. Actually, you know what a goopaline is? I didn't know what a goopaline was. Although I do know the pasta sauce and gravy thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, that yeah, we're gravy. We're a gravy family. That one's always confused me. Listen, I'm glad you guys like Jersey. Everybody knows that twins love New Jersey. That's a well-known fact that all identical <laughs> twins have an affinity for New Jersey. So That's true. This is a lot. So I'm, uh, I'm doing my best to handle it. Let me... Um, you got you ever deal with creepy guys who have a twin thing? You got to deal with that, huh? Yeah, that's for face. No, that it's happened before. Oh yeah, uh, Bean came to visit me one time in um, DC, 
And we went up to like one of those ice cream trucks uh, near the mall. And some guy was like, hey, if you let me take your picture, I'll give you free ice cream. And we were like, yeah, sure. So we got free ice cream. So some, yeah, no, there, that's there not a creep. That's, that's some, pretty wholesome. Mm, there's been, there's been <gasps> creepy undertones to some things before. Like when we're walking around together, we'll just have a lot of men just be like, ooh, twins. Not like outright say anything, really, but like it's in the air. Yeah, yeah. Although I do feel like we have like a pseudo-celebrity okay. thing going on, though. Just by the nature of <laughs> yeah, being that, that identical? Is, yeah, that is one of the, the pros of being a twin is when we go somewhere new and like people see us, they're like, whoa, what is this freak of nature? I've never seen this in person before. Uh-huh, <laughs> so, uh-huh. yeah, we, we try to use that as like a bit sometimes if we go somewhere new and then people realize that we're identical twins, we'll play that up a little bit. Now, I'll keep asking the obvious questions just to get through them, get them out of the way. Uh, companion mm-hmm. question. <laughs> Uh, I don't want to assume that you have the same lifestyle. Maybe, maybe you don't uh, date the same type of people. But assuming, let's just say you both like guys. Not sure if that's the case. You can let me know if it's not. Assuming you do, have you ever had a crush on the same guy? And how does that go? Please, you can take this one. Oh, okay. It all started back in preschool. We did <laughs> date the same guy. What? I think we did get married. I think we got married. We both, I, I don't remember the logistics, how we worked that out. But in preschool, um, we did marry the same gentleman. Um, and we do have separate boyfriends now. I don't think it's ever really been an issue. But I will say our boyfriends have not met each other. But I'm already like preemptively annoyed for when they do meet each other. Because they're going to get along like annoyingly well. <laughs> Why? Why do you say yeah, that? So they're, they're very similar it seems so growing up like after of course in preschool when we did have the same boyfriends um we definitely liked different guys it was always one thing where it was like whenever she liked someone I was like okay well I don't like them now um we have this phrase called twin hopping which is like oh I forgot about twin hopping (laughs) if a guy like tries to make moves on one twin then he is immediately rejected from then being able to make moves on the other twin because we don't allow twin hoppers. Mm, no twin hoppers. Take your twin hoppers. So never get been, out of here. <laughs> there's never been like boy drama where we've liked the same guy other than in preschool, obviously. Uh, <laughs> but I don't know if that counts. But I think that was a bonding experience. That wasn't drama. Yeah, now, no, that wasn't drama. I remember in preschool, we were completely fine with um, both dating him. <laughs> Is twin we're really ho- progressive. Is, yeah, twi- we were is progressive. twin hopping afraid? Let me, hey, being in cheese, you got to let me break in. You two just have a rhythm. That's impossible. I'm pretty good at this <laughs> after all these years, and this is tough. Is uh, twin hopping a phrase that's just yours, or is that like a thing out there? I think it's just ours. I don't know. Okay. Cheese, have you heard okay. it anywhere else? I think it's just ours. Yeah, I think we coined that. But if there's any twins listening to this, then they can take it. No. Yeah, I was just going to say, in, in high school, there was this other set of twins that we knew, and there was some guy that dated one of the twins, and then I think he cheated on one of the twins with the other twin and then started dating the other twin, and I'm pretty sure that's where we 
came up with a phrase like, we can never deal with twin hoppers. That's just too weird. That's real messed up. That's probably, that probably, right? that probably messed those uh, twins up for a long time. Mm-hmm. Wow. That's dark. I'm glad you didn't deal with that. No, we, twin relationship comes first. We're not going to let anything come in between that. Now, when I grew up, and you'll know where I'm going with this if you've dealt with it before, but I feel like you're much younger than I am based on your energy levels and enthusiasm for life. That being said, <laughs> I grew up watching a cartoon called G.I. Joe, and two of the bad guys who are part of the organization known as Cobra were Tomax and Zaymode, which you might notice they are spell, you know, you spell one backwards, you get the other. They were twins and they were badasses, but the G.I. Joe good guys figured out that if you hurt one, the other also felt the pain. So that was like the trick on how to defeat them. Is that a thing? Do you ever feel like whether it's physical or emotional that you have felt Bean's pain cheese or vice versa? Oh, totally. Yeah. Really? It's like, it's kind of sad because I've had periods of my life where like everything in my life was going super rock and roll, but then Bean's a little bit sad about something. So then I'm like, well, now I'm sad too because my, so, my partner in crime is sad. It's more of like an empathy thing. Yeah. So there's there's not like a a psychological thing where when she physically feels pain, I physically feel it too. Okay. But like definitely empathy wise, when she's having a rough time, I'm gonna feel for my twin. So it's not so it's like that. So so it's not like if one of you falls off a bike in Washington D.C., the other feels pain in your knee in Chicago. It's more that if <laughs> one of you is having work related stress, you'll call the other and you'll be there for one another. Um, yes. You know, there have been, it's mostly that. There have been, like, times where I'll, like, feel like something, like, ha might be going on with her, and then I'll call her and she'll have something going on. But, like, it's more so, like, um, the instinct, but it's not happened, it hasn't happened enough for it to be, like, definite. So a couple eerie incidents, but nothing... Yeah, there have been, there have been a few eerie incidents of that sort of thing, but nothing defined okay are there things that one of you really enjoys or loves that the other really hates like a musical artist a tv mm -hmm. show a movie or do you generally get on the same page about stuff mostly the same i'd say definitely our music taste is pretty much the same um it differs like a little bit but pretty consistent uh tv shows usually the same i don't know Jeez, is there anything that we that you like that I don't like? I feel like you're being humble. So Bean is actually a really good artist. So she's a lot better at art than I am. She's also cooler than I am. She has a nose ring. She wow. tends to listen to more Freddie Mercury and classic rock, whereas I listen to less cool rock. Like what? <laughs> what qualifies as less cool? I mean... Less cool than Freddie I, Mercury is most things, but what what are we talking here? I'm going to be honest. I really fuck with some Imagine Dragons, and I know it's embarrassing to say, but they're a good band. Oh, yeah, that is that is one of our differences. You like Imagine Dragons way more than I do. They're fine, but <laughs> you like them way more. Oh, and uh, Cheese is, I just thought of one. Cheese is really into running. Cheese runs marathons, and I, being do not like running. I will occasionally do the elliptical, but that is about it. 
Now, geez, I believe you. I believe you said that Bean is cooler than you because Bean has a nose ring. I do want to point out that that is a thing you could also get if you want to be that cool. Like that's you could get that at the mall. You know? I don't know. I don't think I have the nose for it. She has a good nose for a nose You're ring. Oh, our noses are slightly twins. different. You're no, no. <laughs> this is true. This is true. I hear the logic. I hear what I'm saying. However, her nose is slightly different. That's one of the things that people used to tell us apart by. Our noses are a little bit different. And wait, and Bean's nose is different in a way that makes it just cool enough to pull off a nose ring, whereas Cheese's doesn't okay, get over the line? It's, it's more than just that I can pull off a nose ring. It's that my persona, I like, since I'm also artsy, I try to do like the artsy aesthetic. So I, I mean, I don't want to brag and say I'm cool, but if Jesus says so, cool. then I guess just no. <laughs> so being, but yeah, so I try to pull off, I do like more of like the artsy clothing and stuff like that. So Bean is the artsy one, Cheese is the sporty one. You could say that. Okay. But Cheese is also very artsy, just not quite as involved in it as I am. And I'm That's true. I'm um I'm also artsy. I'm looking at I'm making your birthday present as we speak and I'm looking at present? it right now. Yeah. Oh, oh now it's I can do something. That was very sweet. You should. I'll think about it. Okay. I'll think about what I have to make you. Yeah, but Our no, birthday's um, coming up. That's awesome. 25. Happy birthdays. Oh, yeah, that's another good thing about um, being it's when you share a birthday. And it makes, oh, it makes um, singing happy birthday so much less awkward because you can also sing. You don't just have to sit there awkwardly. I love that. Oh, yeah. Like when, yeah, when people are singing you happy birthday and you're just like kind of waiting for it to be over so you can blow out your candles. <laughs> but yeah, no, I sing happy birthday to her and then she sings happy birthday to me. So. There's no, there's no awkward moment where we're just staring into our family's eyes, waiting for them to be done with happy birthday. I'm going to tell you, out of everything you've said so far, that is by far the one I'm most jealous of. I don't know that I've mentioned this before. I have such anxiety about what you just described. When people sing happy birthday to me, it's probably the worst 35 seconds of my year every year. It's the most... <laughs> uncomfortable I feel. And if you've listened to this show for more than 10 minutes, you know that I feel uncomfortable at some point every day, oftentimes for most of the day. And my wife, when we first got together, she's a much more extroverted person than I am. She'd plan birthday things for me and and I'd, I'd have like panic attacks. And the idea that you have someone to share that with and get through it with, I am very jealous of that. Very jealous of that. Yeah, I definitely feel like the birthday anxiety because like, I don't, like having people focus all their attention on me, you know, like I don't want to be, I don't want to feel like I am in charge of all these people having a good time because they're all here for my birthday. So being a twin, it, it uh, alleviates that a little bit. I hear you. I hear you, Bean. I hear you. That was Bean, right? <laughs> that was Bean. Good job. I'm figuring out your voices. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. Between the phone Is connection. Is my voice a little deeper? It's, uh, yeah, a little bit, a little bit. You weren't lying. You weren't lying. Now, have there ever been points, I would imagine, you know, everybody, especially when you're a teenager, everybody goes through stretches where you're figuring yourself out. People kind of rebel. There might be an added thing here of, has there been stretches 
where you guys just got tired of being twins and like one of you goes into a goth phase or something like that. Somebody starts doing things that are really pronounced presentationally to rebel against being twins. Don't do anything mm -hmm. like crazy pronounced. Um, I will say uh, also, sorry for this being, but I was like kind of annoying to be in high school because like she would get dressed first. And then I, w I wouldn't see what she was wearing. And then I would get dressed. But then I would see what she was wearing. And it would be like the same color. And I'd be like, absolutely not. One of us has to change. And it's going to be Bean. Like, Bean has to change. Although now, if we were wearing the same color, I'd be like, that's lit. That's great. That's amazing. We'd probably, we'd probably wear the same outfit on purpose, honestly, now. <laughs> but in high school, it was much more trying to, like, separate ourselves. So we did this thing where I had straight hair. And she had curly hair. So, like, I would straighten my hair every morning, and then she would curl her hair, like, into these, like, tight curly cues. Um, and now we have permanent hair damage. <laughs> now we have permanent hair damage. No. Um, but, yeah, so we, we never really did anything. We never did anything too wild to separate ourselves. Oh, there's – she um, she's played the ukulele, and she would not let me touch a ukulele for years on mm -hmm. end. <laughs> It was like, it was her thing. She played the ukulele. <laughs> I, I could not touch that. That was hers. But I just wanted to. And then finally, I think, maybe like after like a year or two of college, when we like went, went off to our own school, did our own thing. Um, I think, geez, I think you actually like gave me permission to ask for ukulele <laughs> for Christmas. I did. I did. I was like, all right. <laughs> you were just like, okay. Bean. I just said my name. Whoopsies. Okay, Bean. Um, you can, you can just keep up. Keep up, Bean. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm getting the. I'm getting the impression. Now I don't know if this is because Cheese is the one who placed the phone call. I do get the sense that Cheese is more of a ball buster. True or false? Hmm. Um. Well, it depends. Okay. okay. Uh. Depends. Depends. Yeah, Cheese. Why are you busting my ball? I don't know. I'm sorry, Bean. I'll, I'll cut it up. Yeah, knock it off. <laughs> oh, um, Jesus is a ball buster with um, boys. So she went to, uh, this, is, this is something where I think we kind of have differences now. Jesus went to uh, a tech school, um, engineering focused, where there were like a lot of, you know, mostly men there. Jesus, what was your ratio? Like 70-30 or something like that? Yeah. So, but I went to a school that was like 50-50 boy and girl. So she's, I just like get a vibe that you're much more confident with just like busting guys' balls and like not caring if they say something stupid because you're just so jaded to like men <laughs> more than I am. No, it, it's, it's but, slim pickings with the woman at tech school. So if there's any like... um woman listening to this and you want to feel like a princess, go to a tech school because <laughs> there's such a thing as like the tech school, um, attractiveness inflation due to the ratio. So it's like a thing. Like if you're a tech school, no, if you're like a real life seven, you're a tech school nine. Now, when you, that phrase you just used, when you said like the, uh, tech school attraction ratio inflation, is that one of the first things they teach you in engineering class is that because you just yeah, it's you like phrased the, that like an engineer. It's in the intro 101. Uh -huh. Yeah, they teach you like physics, 
like the laws of gravity, stuff like that. And then they teach you um, that, like, you know, I mean, it's pretty obvious. The ratio is all messed up. So they got to teach you some social cues. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. A tech school seven, a real life seven is a tech school nine. That will, that is a phrase that's going to live in infamy. I am, I mean, we are halfway done and I, I've rarely been this tired. I don't think I've been this tired since that live show in Detroit where I got those three psychos on the line at the same time. The Motor City Mayhem guys. Those guys. Oh, yeah. Are you friends with other twins? Are there twin conventions? Okay, everybody, time to take a breath. Time to take a breath. Because while our callers have delightful energy, it is undeniably overwhelming. And at some point, what we need to do is we need to cleanse the palate. And I think the best way to cleanse the palate is via some advertisements. Thanks again to all of our advertisers. And now we're going to finish off the phone call. Are you friends with other twins? Are there twin conventions? Is there anything to be thought about with seeking out other twins to compare twin experience? Or is it like, eh, why would we do that? Um, so there is a twin festival. We haven't been yet, but it's a bucket list item. It's in Twinsburg, Ohio. They have a twin festival. But other than that, I don't know, geez, do we have any twin friends? Not really. We should. We should. Like, Maybe that would be overwhelming. Again. It's not against other twins. It's just that, you know, they're hard to come by. Oh, one of our um, rules, though, we don't consider fraternal twins to be as much of real twins. Whenever we come across nah. fraternal twins, we're like, oh, you guys are fake twins. You guys are just they're siblings, siblings for the same birthday. birthday. Yeah. <laughs> Only <laughs> identical twins are the elite level of twins. Now, I want to address this. I also <laughs> just want to say something else too. I just, I have spent this entire phone call in a panic. I, I said, I have my <laughs> phone on dis do not disturb mode. I went, what's going on? It's still getting alerts. And then it got, I put it on airplane mode. I go, these alerts aren't even coming. And then I realized one of you is just getting alerts, right? Is that you? Oh. Because I keep hearing that. I keep hearing the v v but I think it's just me. Anyway. Um. How do fraternal twins react when you question their OG twin qualities here? Your their twin worthiness. Who cares? They're not real twins. Doesn't matter. <laughs> Cheese be nice. That's true. Um, yeah, no, they try to argue. They're like, oh no, but we kind of look alike. I'm like, yeah, but you're not identical. You don't look that much alike. I look like my mom. She's not my twin. <laughs> now. I do have to ask, because you two clearly, I mean, we're having a lot of fun. It's clear you two are very much on the same wavelength. This idea that, you know, everybody talks about how there's like this twin language. I don't know if if you had that, but you certainly have a rhythm that cannot be messed with here. It does call into question. It, it must have been pretty sad for you to head to different cities for school. It was so hard. Oh, yeah, we sobbed. <laughs> sobbed. Sob, but I mean, yeah, I mean, it helped us develop our own lives a little bit. Honestly, I feel like being apart in college made us closer because it like let us become our own people and not have to like fight for like I'm this twin and having people tell us apart. So we just like were able to like appreciate our similarities more. I don't know, cheese, you agree? Like, I feel like we're like much closer now. 
Goats and the goats. Yeah. Because, like, in high school, also, we were just, like, teenagers, so we would bicker about random things, like, that's my t-shirt, don't wear that. So, uh, we're definitely, we're closer now. But now, when, when we both went for college, that was, that was rough. Um, definitely rough for me. Did you have a rough? Yeah. Now, Bean, did you go to, did you go to art school? Um, so, I just, I didn't go to, like, a specific art school, but I did study art. I went to, like, a private, private liberal art school. Um, so I studied art and I also studied biology. So I was a a dual major. That's an interesting mix. What are you going to do with those degrees? Okay. It's a, it's a very small field, but I am currently in a master's program for medical illustration. Mm -hmm. That's how the art and the biology tie together. So I went into college knowing that I wanted to eventually do that. Um, but yeah, that's, that's what I do. Medical illustration. What is Everything about you, you two is fascinating. What is medical illustration? So it, it's hard to like define as one thing because it can be so many different things. But a lot of the, the way I describe it to most people is like if you're looking at a biology textbook or an anatomy book, it'll be all the illustrations in there. But it can also be like uh, tutorials for pharmaceutical companies, um, uh, advertisement for biotech companies journals, covers, it's a lot of things. And it's it's expanding too. So it's turning into a lot of like virtual reality too for training med students how to like perform specific surgical procedures. Um, I'm not exactly sure where I want to go down with it, but I'm learning. I, it's a two-year program. So I'm in my first year right now. Wow. And geez, the tech school, it was an engineering focus. What'd you wind mm-hmm. up doing? Oh, so I did my undergrad in mechanical engineering. Then I did my master's in nuclear engineering. So now I do nuclear engineering for the government. And I would like to preface that by saying I do not make weapons. I do not make nuclear weapons. Some people ask me that, but I do not. So wait, you're like two charming twins who are also geniuses? That's your deal? We have an older brother too, and I would just like to give him a plug and say that he is also very charming and brilliant. He's a quantum physicist. He's he's a smart one. So your family has a quantum (laughs) physicist, a nuclear engineer, and a a medical illustrator? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, his childhood nickname is Bear. So we're we're cheese, bean, and bear. It's like a fucking J.D. Salinger short story right here. (laughs) Love J.D. Salinger. (laughs) It's like no, one of those short stories, because, like Franny and Zoe, just a family it, it of geniuses. Is your whole? F- I was the dumb one. <laughs> like I was at school studying. I was at school school studying biological sciences and also working on my art projects all hours of the night. So, you know, from an outside perspective, that's probably someone who you think would be intelligent and somewhat talented. But I was the dumb one of the family. <laughs> the fuck is going but I would on? Like this... to, I would like to say not, none of us, none of the family thought you were the dumb one. That was, self, that was self-imposed. That was your own title. We all thought she's, we all think she's great. Does oh, Wes Anderson you. direct your family? What is going on? You know, we just got good parents. We really do. They're really nice. We just, you know, they never said like anything mean to us at all. And now it kind of gives us like this, um, too much self-confidence. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Need to knock us down a few pegs. I've never felt less adequate than I do right now. 
podcaster. <laughs> and I don't even know how to work I the mean, phone system okay. myself. I need Jared and Anita and Marcus and formerly Harry to even just get every. I just talk at a thing and then people talk back. To, to be honest, we would, that is one of our life goals is to be podcasters together because we think that that would be so fun. So we're envious of you. We're yeah, I don't think that's you, a hard but... sell. Hi, podcasting company. We're two identical twins who are uh, also super geniuses that work in the nuclear field and draw uh, virtual reality medical textbooks. You think <laughs> you want to give us money to say stuff into microphones? Yeah, that's a no-brainer. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> it, so, it's a dream. It would be fun. Jeez. I think we both just, like, want to use, pitch? like... What's the, I'll run it up the flagpole here at Airwolf. Yeah, what's the pitch on the podcast you want to do? Uh, so, Cheese and I, we've, we've chatted about a little bit. I think my idea was doing, like, um, just a podcast about young professionals. And since there are, are two of us, we'd have two separate, like, perspectives on it. Um, we, I don't know. An idea that I had was do, like, a little bit of, like, a yin and yang. So if we were to have listeners write in, then one twin could, like, give advice in one direction and one twin could give advice in the other direction. Um, I don't know, but also just like telling goofy stories about ourselves. I don't know, Cheese, did you have a different idea of what our podcast would be? I feel like we could just chit chat. <laughs> <laughs> we could just start we recording just our time. <laughs> yeah, we're just going to sit down next time we're together and just it's out of a quarter conversation. I wish I, I need a remind Scott Ackerman, who I, I know Scott to a degree. I don't know him that well. He just redid his comedy bang bang deal. He got this deal where he gets to, he gets to like present all these other podcasts. Imagine if I had carved that out and we could do the bean and cheese hour. And then <laughs> that's what we do. It would be, it would alternate months. January would be the bean and cheese hour. February would be the cheese and bean hour. And and we'd alternate who gets to pick which pod, what the podcast is. So you'd have two podcasts under my umbrella. They'd be both of you, but one would be about um, nuclear issues and the other would be about modern biology and art and how they coincide. I mean, I think it would do well. I guess I'm biased. Now, have your- I'm game too. You said that your boyfriends haven't met each other yet, which makes me feel like they probably haven't met your family as a whole. They have not. Oh, okay. So my brother met- my boyfriends, um, like a few months ago, we went to New York City and my brother lived kind of close to New York City. So I just invited them um, and they got along super well because my boyfriend's like pretty nerdy. So they just nerded out together. And then my boyfriend's going to meet my dad tomorrow because he's coming into town for a business trip. So should be fun. Now listen. Dad's visiting tomorrow? I'm so jealous. I'll tell him you say hey. Oh, Jesus, hey. this is weird. So um, Jesus has met my boyfriend though. So I've been dating my special man for a little over two years now cheese what do you think of him he's a good one right he gets two thumbs up from cheese <laughs> he's handsome he treats me right i like him i think i'll keep him keep him around for a little while but no i haven't i haven't met cheese's boyfriend yet um hopefully soon i've had some disasters when i've met the families of people i've dated it, there have been times where i've gotten dumped pretty directly because of my feelings of inadequacy showing up and making it hard for me to function. I also will tell you the first, my, <laughs> never mind. I won't, <laughs> I won't tell that story, but just, 
I'm thinking about, <laughs> I'm right now reliving in my mind what it was like when I met my high school girlfriend's father for the first time. And you can hear me giggling with the shame. And I was seven, 16, <laughs> 17 years, it was, it was 20, to almost 30 years, 25 years ago. And I still oh, sit no. here and nervously giggle at how poorly <laughs> it went. But I just feel so much empathy right now for your boyfriends because it's like, okay, you're finally going to meet the family. Well, I hope you get to meet my, uh, you'll meet my sister who looks exactly like me and is a uh, nuclear engineer. My brother, the quantum <laughs> physicist, I can't imagine what your parents do, but I'm sure they have very high standards. That's an intimidating family meet right there. We're really not, I don't think we're an intimidating family. I don't know. We're, <laughs> so we're all Our dad? Short. Yeah. Okay. So we are all very short, but some boyfriends have said that our dad is a little intimidating even though he's only five foot three because he gives off sort of like a mysterious mafia presence. <laughs> so there's that. I will confirm he is not in the mafia. He's the Jersey Italian though. So. Uh-huh. 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 I feel so, like yeah, I'd get along um, with him best out of everybody. True or false? You would. You would. He loves but you. But no, we've had um in the past, She's and I have both had boyfriends that are each like above feet, six feet tall, and they'll come over for dinner and be like, "Your dad is so intimidating." <laughs> I think it's I think it's just because I think it's just because they're meeting the dad, though. You know, that's always going to be intimidating. But no, like I don't know. I don't think we have an intimidating family. Our mom is like a little sweetheart. Our dad's a sweetheart too. He's just a little more quiet about it. Wow, you two! This is a hell of a phone call. Oh, wait, now, Cheese, you said you work for the government in the nuclear field, but you don't build weapons. That's fascinating. Is this, so are you working on like the energy grid and the infrastructure and stuff like that? I work in national security. I look at other people's nuclear capabilities, and that's about all I'll say. God damn it. What is this phone call? <laughs> Everything you two say makes it sound like more of a scripted... Movie. <laughs> I promise we did not script this. We had like a phone call like a week ago and we were like, what do we want to talk about? And then we're like, eh, let's just riff. Let's just like improv, see where it goes. And we were like, oh, is there anything that we don't want to talk about? And we were both like, eh, not really. Like maybe not our social security numbers, but <laughs> that's so you, about it. You are... I clearly this is something you can't t- say too much about and I'm sure there's all sorts of non-disclosure agreements and I, w- I don't want to tread upon those but you are able to say that you use what you have learned in school and you are you are someone who looks at the nuclear capabilities globally of different countries mm-hmm. I'm sure both in terms of weaponry reactors energy grids and you're keeping t- you're someone who helps keep tabs on the overall global nuclear situation yeah, yeah, you're welcome. Somebody's got to do it. <laughs> Chris, there's a lot that even I don't know what she does. And I feel like I would be the one who would know if someone were to know, but there's some stuff that I, I don't even know. Can I just say, I sit at a cubicle all day. It's kind of boring. I play the world just like everybody else. <laughs> That's was, the first thing I do in the morning. Hard. Today's was very hard. I may- oh, oh, no, I don't have oh, done yet. I don't know what today's was on the outside world because the one at my work is a few days behind. What? I forget what today's was. Why yeah. is the one at your like work a internal. few days behind? It's like an internal system thing. 
Wait, is it like you get the same one we get a few days later or they have a harder one for genius people? <laughs> no, no, no. It's just a few days late. So don't, oh, don't tell me what today's is because I'll get it in a few days. How also, don't tell a, me what today's is because I haven't done it yet. Okay, we won't say what okay. today's was. But how about last <laughs> week? They, how about last week they give nymph? They put nymph in there. Fuck them. That's, that's that the one. That's the difference between me and people who are genuine. Sometimes people look at me and go, oh, you're really smart. I go, no, I just have glasses. You, you, <laughs> you two are smart people getting graduate degrees. I sit here, I'm like, you don't put A-E-I-O or you, you're going to put nymph, fuck off. That's me. Whereas you two are like an interesting challenge and we figured it out immediately. <laughs> no, no, no. It was okay. an accent in it. And I thought that, I don't remember what the word was, but there was an accent and I was real pissed about it. Wait, did you, did, Anita just noted, that you, do you wear glasses? Did you just say you wear glasses? We wear contacts. Oh, the both of you wear contacts. We, we've both got horrible vision, but I think, geez, is our vision the same? I'm negative five in both eyes. Yeah, I'm the same, pretty much. God damn it. We have the same glasses frames, which makes sense. Yeah. Because, of course, they look the best on both of us. And yeah, despite the slightly different noses. Yeah, we actually, our our face shapes are slightly different too. Now, Her face is a little bit longer. She's the round one. There's real potential here. And this is not okay. even that much of a reach. That you could all be home one year for Thanksgiving dinner. And cheese, you could just be sitting there going like, I've been thinking a lot about some things I've learned about the nuclear grid. And here's one thing that um, I can't quite put my finger on. And then your quantum physicist brother could sit there and go, wait, I've been figuring out a way to get a perpetual motion machine activated to help solve <laughs> the energy crisis. And you just gave me the piece of information that's been, that's been the missing link. And, and then your quantum physicist brother will start to verbalize some stuff you mentioned with your nuclear expertise. And then the quantum physicist brother will go, it's almost like I can see it in my mind. If only I had someone smart enough to draw what I'm talking about. <laughs> and Bean, that's where you I was step wondering in. How, I was wondering how you're going to pull me in there. <laughs> and then Bean, you step in, and all of a sudden, your your family has solved the energy crisis, and we no longer need to rely on oil, and um, and we can stop the global dominance of the oil wielding nations. Or and you would have been the visionary behind it all, Chris. No, I would have been the idiot with the microphone. <laughs> I'm the idiot with the microphone who's who can't figure out nymph. Nymph did take me six tries, so don't be hard on yourself. Oof. You ever cheat at Wordle? My wife gets mad at me because I cheat. No. So one time my boyfriend, he did the Wordle before me, and he tried to give me a hint, but I didn't want the hint. I want to be able to do it myself. No I, cheating. If I get to the sixth one and I can't get it, I'll sit here. I go, this is going to ruin my whole day if I don't know. So I'll look up some clues. And if I still can't figure it out, I'll get it. And I told my wife that. And she was like, you're cheating at Wordle. I was like, well, it's just I just don't want it to sit in my head all day. Because I don't think there's a way to just yeah. give up and get the answer. And I go, I don't want it to ruin my day. And she goes, but be honest, when you go and you read what it is, do you still enter it in so it keeps your streak alive? I said, yeah, of course I do. I keep, of course I'm going <laughs> to punch it in and keep I just streak alive. At, at work, we have a similar thing called the Wordle. And it's like the outline of a country and I can never get it. Can never get it. Wait, and what are you trying to get? Are you allowed to talk about this? This may be a secret government program that you can't tell us about. Jeez. No, it's a game. 
Although, actually, no, they took it away because it was too fun and they didn't want us having fun, so they took it down. But it used to be exactly like the Wordle, except it was a Worldle, and it would have, like, an outline of, like, Venezuela, and you had to, like, guess which country it was. <laughs> the world? Could never get it. Geography, I guessing never do that and Wordle spinoff. How to play Wordle. Okay, I'm going to have to look that up later. So Man, geography is the one thing that we don't have between the two of us in our knowledge base. Not good at geography. Okay. No, so, nobody in our family is good at geography. So I don't know. That one just missed us. Okay. You're just good at everything else. You trade in geography for everything else. Uh, I'm not good at volleyball. Bean, are you good at volleyball? I am on a volleyball team. So I'm okay. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that. How's that going? I'm not great. It's it's just like a, a little team with my friends. We play. <laughs> wow. wow. You two are pretty down to earth and and uh, down to talk for people. You're no, well, you're clearly are very very smart and accomplished people. And yet you still seem to have good heads on your shoulders. So kudos to you for that. It's a reflection Thank of you. being raised right, I think. All mom and dad. Shout out to them. Did you both just say all mom and dad at the same time? Yeah. Ew. That's disgusting. Ew. <laughs> Ew to you, Chris. I'm Ew just to you. kidding. I'm the one who said kudos to your mom and dad. I had to call it out. I still got to get the laughs around here. Somebody's got to get the laughs. We can't all be monitoring uh, the development of the nuclear cap capabilities um, globally, okay? Somebody's got to get the like laughs. To point out, I'm not doing that right now. I drove all the yeah, way home. I got to say, it makes it more <laughs> distressing. Like when it started and I was like, okay, clearly you're a young person and you buzzing off from work for the call. That's cool. Now that I know you're someone who has your finger on the pulse of global <laughs> nuclear safety, I don't know that I love that you just went home and chilled in sweatpants. <laughs> yeah, I'm going back. I'm going back. But the only reason I'm going back, and if you're my boss listening to this, I'm so sorry. The only reason I'm going back to work today is because I have a ping pong tournament that I got to go to. They do ping pong tournaments at your work? Yeah, we just started. We got a new gym and it has some ping pong tables. So now I'm pretty excited. That's something, that's something we're both good at. We're both good at ping pong. Do you ever play doubles? Do you ever play doubles together? No, never doubles. But we had a ping pong table growing up. So we'd always just play against each other. Pretty good at that one. Wow. Yeah. Have you ever thought about who would play you in a movie? Mm. Ooh, that's a good question because you have to think like, is it going to be one actor like um, Lindsay Lohan or is it going to be like, um, Dylan and Cole Sprouse. I think it should be That's Dylan and answer. Cole Sprouse. That's my Dylan answer. Dylan and Cole Sprouse. I mean, one of their twins are there. Tia and Shamara. Was that their yeah. name? So you'd prefer, uh, you'd prefer the accuracy of twin actors over the accuracy of those actors uh, being a different gender than the one you've been assigned. We yeah. also just really love um, Dylan and Cole Sprouse. We think yeah, really we, um, we were them for Halloween. <laughs> yeah, we were. <laughs> and we've we've decided that in terms of Dylan and Cole's personality, I Bean am more like Dylan and Cheese is more like Cole. Yeah. I can't even imagine, but I have I bet you have a whole list of reasons. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we worked it out. We worked it out. You wouldn't get it. Okay. No need to flex. No need to flex. No, she's the Lindsay Lohan thing would be kind of cool. That's true. It would, Remember that? It would have that? To be we were watching a TV show with our dad, and it was a Disney show about twins. And our dad was like trying to be like on our side. And he was like, they don't even look like twins. And it was the same. It was the same girl like doing a Lindsay Lohan. I don't remember that. (laughs) Wow. Wow. All right. All right. I want to hear the cheese and bean hour. I want to get it going. I think this needs to happen. What should be our first topic of conversation for this new uh, podcast venture? Well, it all depends if you want to go with uh, Bean's idea, which is in-depth or complex, or Cheese's idea of simple chit-chat. That really that really will define a lot of what it comes down to. I think it could be both, you know? Maybe like start it I out with you chit-chat and then start out with some chit-chat and then dive into the, the listener questions. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's assuming that we would have listeners, though, so... It's the mm-hmm. biggest I'd listen. I'd, I'd listen, Bean. I listen to you talk, and then you listen to me talk. So there's two listeners And right then there. together, we'd have two listeners. Now, <laughs> is this weird to say? And have you ever gotten this for, before? I was saying before that I felt like Cheese had like a slight, like South Jersey, Philly, maybe Baltimore accent. But Bean, I don't hear it with you. Like even right there, Cheese going... Bean, I'd listen to you talk. You'd listen to me talk. I hear it. But Bean, I don't feel like no, you have it, the same affectation. It depends on the day because sometimes it comes out of me. It's funny because I grew up and I never thought I had even the slightest inkling of an accent. But then as soon as I moved to Chicago, my friends call me out for it all the time. They're like, it's like when I say coffee, water, um, it's, it's when I'm like really passionate about what I'm talking about, then I'll just like get into this the whole South Jersey accent. It's just, you got to catch me at the right moment. Your dad must really have a Jersey accent because you both have a little bit more of a Jersey accent than even I have at this point in life. Because I used Ooh, to from be- West Orange. He's from West, West Orange. Orange. Yeah, yeah, West Orange. Your That's dad's from West Orange? It. Yeah, aren't you yeah. from West Orange? That's where I'm from. You're just going to drop wow, that with three minutes left. That's one of the reasons why he loves you so much. Wait, you're just going <laughs> to drop that at the tail end? But is he from up the hill or down the hill? Oh, I have no know. idea. If he's Italian, he's probably from the valley. That's down the hill. Solid. I like that. That's weird to know. There's like a high percentage chance that I know your family or like know your cousins. That's weird. Maybe. That would, that's, that'd be pretty interesting. If it didn't have to be anonymous, then we could go through the... A relation and see who we know. Well, do you? But you know, I bet I bet we do have a connection. Do We've you got still that, have family that in West connection. Orange. I don't know if they're. I don't know the Jersey cities too well. They're definitely still in Jersey, but I don't think they're still in West Orange. Okay, that's crazy. That I do was you know? able. To, I instantly recognized some commonalities to the accent, and it turns out it's because it's the same exact one that I was raised with. Love that. Jeez. So much in common. Jeez. I was thinking the same thing. We're like triplets. I'm, <laughs> Chris wait. Gethard, honorary triplet. Like your bean and your cheese, and I'm the guacamole. Um, you're the prosciutto. Wait, that doesn't go with beans and cheese at all. What goes, uh, what goes with bean and cheese? Guacamole, like I just said. 
Uh, yeah. Okay. No, so you now can, you I'm can completely guacamole. unenthusiastic about guacamole as my nickname. <laughs> it's a little long. Would you please be our guacamole? <laughs> it would be true because you. We'll both, call you guac. I, I believe you both said that you're 25. Yes. You're Almost about, to, about to turn 20. Imagine that if it's like two 25 year olds, if we all enter a room together, and you're like, "Hi, I'm Beans. I'm Cheese," and then I, a balding 42 year old man, just goes, "I'm." Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm guacamole. Can you imagine I, I, the awfulness of that for everyone who witnessed it? Yeah, wait, I can't be guac. I can't be guacamole. And I but, feel like Bean and Cheese, like Bean, well, Bean and I would be like so confident with it too. We'd be like in the front with our hands on our hips, like superheroes, like I'm Bean, I'm Bean. And, like, and I'd be behind you like, be like I, I'd be like dropping stuff out of my son's diaper bag and then like going to pick it up off the floor and accidentally dropping even more and being like, not being able to make eye contact with everybody, just waving them off like, I'm guacamole. I'm guacamole. Let's everybody move on. <laughs> well, we have 30 seconds left. This has been an all-time great. No! This is an all-time great. What are our closing words to the world from our genius twins, our new friends who are geniuses and twins? Um, I hope everybody has a nice day. Yeah. I, I agree with that sentiment. Happiness is the most important thing in life. Hope everybody has a great day. Hopefully the especially Chris thing, especially Chris guacamole. Hopefully the twin thing wasn't too confusing. <laughs> I figured it out pretty quick. I think you guys are the best. Yeah, you, you, did, yeah, you well. did good. I, you did you did a good job. I tell you, this is this has been one of the most fun times I've ever had on the phones in the history of this show. I got to thank you two for it. This is like one of our bucket list items as twins was to go on the yeah. show. So the fact that we could do say it was very nice. The fact that we could do it together. Well, thank you, Chris. Bean, cheese. I hope you get that podcast going someday. I hope that you bring more of your delightful energy and thoughts into the world. And I send nothing but love to you and your family. And God bless your boyfriends when they sit down at that family dinner full of physicists and engineers. Thank you so much for calling. Thank you to Anita Flores for producing the show. Thank you to Marcus Hom for engineering the show. Thank you to Shellshag for our theme music. If you want to know more about me, including live dates that are coming up, including live tapings of Beautiful Anonymous, chrisgeth.com for all those ticket links. Wherever you're listening to the show, there's a button that says subscribe or favorite or follow, something along those lines. When you hit that button, it helps us so much. So please consider doing so. If you want our merch, it's at podswag.com. There's mugs, shirts, posters, and a whole lot more. And if you want ad-free episodes of Beautiful Anonymous, you want to check out Stitcher Premium. You can use the promo code STORIES for a one-month free trial at stitcher.com slash premium. Stitcher.